Massive thanks to my community of fellow readers, especially Kaede, Erhu, Oida, Faith, Chiamaka, Jaifa, Hawa, M, Aisha, Agnes, Chinilo, Tosin, Faith, Karima, Uche, Amin, Chela, Frankie, Favor, Aisha, Dani, Omeno, Jite, and Ijoma for pulling up for this collection. To my readers, thank you for your constant support, for engaging and sharing my work. It means the world with all my heart. Thank you. This is me reading the acknowledgement section of Love is Beautiful When in Bloom. And I think that you should pick it up. It is an amazing book and you will love it so much if you haven't already picked it up. Listen to me read two stories from Love is Beautiful When in Bloom. Enjoy. Reviews podcast. My name is Chiamaka, the Bookishibo girl, and your host. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining in. Take a seat, relax, nurse your favorite drink. We're going to have a lot of fun. If you're an OG listener, you know how we do, you know how the thing goes. So enjoy yourself. Thank you for coming back to listen again to my podcast. From the title, you already know that I will be reading one of my all-time favorite, not all-time favorite, like, it's going to become my favorite book of the year, one of my favorite books of the year, and it's by the girl, Larati Karim, titled, Love is Beautiful Wedding Bloom, Love is Beautiful Wedding Bloom is a collection of short, short, short stories, and since it's a short story September, we're starting off with that. Always be reading, uh, let's say, two stories from Love is Beautiful and in Bloom, and I hope that you will enjoy. This is going to be a very short episode because, from you can tell from my notes, I have a bit of kata. So, my, my nostrils are actually blocked, so I'm trying to salvage that and just breathe easy. So, I'm just going to keep it short and simple. And I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to purchase. Love is Beautiful, Wedding Bloom from all of your favorite bookstores, Rory Heights, Page Bookstores, Book Peddler, or the ebook you can get from Amazon, Kindle, from Okada Books, Bam Books, Scrimmed, any and everywhere. Let's get right into reading. <laughs> Okay, guys so i'm going to start out by um you know as always reading the blurb for the book and this is the blurb it says love is beautiful when in bloom is a buoyant and soft collection of short of seven short stories that explore what it means when people meet and form a connection that ultimately blossoms into love the correct the collection begins with full circle a story that expresses the sweetness of requited love, requited love, to a binding encounter where the where the bitter sweet and endearing possibility of love and grief coexist. 
written with compassion, care, and love. These light and sweet stories will keep you captivated as you encounter different facets of intimacy, self-discovery, pain, friendship, and joy. For readers looking to soothe their hearts, Love is Beautiful When It Bloom is the book you need to read. Okay, so I'm reading Can I Still Love You? I have really lost my touch. Swear the babe was fine and feeling me, but I was just wasn't there. Fumi finishes speaking and lifts his head kid to his lips and takes several long gulps before settling the bottle back on the table. His words make me chuckle and he shakes his head at me. Releasing a heavy sigh, I survey my surrounding. Peaches is my favorite bar to chill at, and in the past month, it has become my everyday spot. I am usually alone, but Fumi became my drinking partner about two weeks ago. We are a sad pair because we are going through the same thing. Heartbreak. Dari, this guy, is not funny. Have you tried to hit on a babe since your breakup? I shoot Fumi a glare at his question. And in return, he looks at me with a shit-eating grin. I shake my head, not to answer him, but because we both know I haven't and he is only trying to rile me up. So I spawned with, bro, shut up. I return my attention to people watching. I find solace in observing as it helps me take my mind off my problems. But not today, as I notice the reason behind my current unstable mental state. Walk in with another man. The sight of her with another man has me in pain. To put the pain in words, picture a pool filled with chilled water and ice. Now, imagine being unexpectedly pushed into it. Quite frankly, no one is ever prepared for such an onslaught. I am thankful my table is a distance from the entrance, because the only way she would notice me was if she surveyed the people around her. Tonight might be my lucky night, because this is a blessing. Being able to look at her without reserve. Who is that guy? Did she really move on that fast? Did our relationship mean nothing at all? Was it all a lie? Many more negative questions flood my mind, but I counter them with what I am seeing. Yes, she looks as good as ever. But she's not all over the map. In fact, all of their body parts are in close vicinity. After being with her for two years, I know her and her body language, and is saying she would rather be anywhere but here. The waiter shows them to a table for two, and she takes the seat that has her face in me. Looking at her face makes my heart heavy because I immediately know she's still hurting over what I did, and is just putting on a happy front. <laughs> Seeing her takes me back to our breakup as if it happened seconds ago. <coughs> Excuse me. The tears and despair in her eyes as she asked me, Is this shit? Is this it? Dammit, Larry. You won't even try. My heart was breaking. And my mind had become scrambled because it was hurting my love. It was me hurting my love, which made me mute and unable to process my thoughts. She left. And it hurt even more when she didn't unfollow me or block me on anything. Just ignored all my calls and messages. Due to my mental health becoming fragile, I stopped trying altogether. If only I hadn't panicked and let fear rule my decision. 
she would she would be with me right now as not that man i recently learned i had a low sperm count but it could be corrected if i had surgery to get rid of the blockage but the thought of having surgery on my dick scared me so i refused she said there was no point in being in a relationship with me because she wanted a man who could give her babies I know now that having the surgery is a small price to pay because anything is better than being without the love of my life. I definitely would have fooled me as a drinking partner. A constant reminder of my regret-filled state. <laughs> I'm reminiscing about our past together. Just looking at her when our eyes connect. Her eyes widen with surprise and I smile at her in acknowledgement. She breaks the connection by looking away. R.I.P. to watching her on her way. Guy, who have you been looking at? Is that who I think it is? Fumi asks. After turning around, I spots my ex, Rodami. I'm going to say hi, I say, and get up. Bro, don't do it. Fumi wants. But it falls on unhearing ears as I'm already making my way to her table. All the while, Rodami watches me approach her with anxious eyes that wonders if I'm about to make a scene. <laughs> I slow my step as I get close to her and once I'm beside her, I open up my an arm for a side hug as I say, Hi Rolami, it's been a minute. How are you these days? <laughs> I let go as soon as I finish speaking and face the man who looks about our age. I hold up my face to bump his in greeting. I'm good, Dari. Hope you are well hope you are as well. Kito. Meet Dari, Dari, meet Kiton, my cousin, she says pointedly, making Kiton raise his eyebrows, which can only mean he knows about me. Nice to meet you, Kiton. Renami, I'm happy I ran into you here. I'll leave now, I lively say. I return to my table, where Fumi is waiting for me in awe at my sheer audacity, but honestly, as the saying goes, oil is fair when it comes to love and war. Or whatever that man said. You still love her? Yes, Fumi. Isn't it obvious? You have to win her back. I know. I mean, I know my ship has said, said, has sailed. But, Dari, are you sure this is the battle you can win? Fumi asks. He's at the most serious. I've seen him all night. And rather than answer him, I caught a look towards her direction, only to catch her already staring at me. Yes, she still loves me, I say, hearing the conviction in my voice bolsters up my courage. <sniffs> then go get your woman. Fumi doesn't have to tell me twice. I'm about to get up to ask Ronami to spare me her time when both her and Kito get up and start heading for the exit. <sniffs> Waves of disappointment wash over me as I watch her leave. And not once does she look back at me. I grab my abandoned drink and take a gulp before that de before dejectedly addressing Fumi. She left. So text her. She didn't block you. I scowl at Fumi, annoyed with how he nonchalantly said that. As if he doesn't know that she leaves my messages unread. But I have no choice but to do as he says. I reopen this particular can of worms. I scroll to her name in my messages and text. Want to talk? My heart skips a bit when I see her typing bubbles come to life mere seconds later. And then her message comes in. Yes, I'm waiting outside for you.
the end <laughs> so first story and i think you guys need to deduce what your end is like so you're actually deducing did she listen to him did she talk to him did they actually you know end up getting married did he, did he um decide that he wanted to you know um uh, um did he decide that he was going to you know do the what's it called the surgery to you know remove the blockage and get his sperm counts back on track i know that plenty story so i think the one thing excuse me i think the one thing i like about short stories is the fact that they leave me they leave me um they leave my imagination running so what i mean by it leaves my imagination running it's like i'm thinking of what next what is going to happen that's why i like sometimes i like unfinished stories i like that it leaves me the opportunity to fix in my head fixing my own you know stories <laughs> although there are some books i'm like guy finish this book like finish it give it an appropriate end but you know um yeah so it's you know there are some books i'm like guy please finish it finish the end give it an appropriate end and there's some that like guy i want like i want to fix the end myself so yeah i like that the short stories actually you know give you something to think about you get it gives you something to think about it makes you want to fix it the appropriate end that you feel but um, fits the story you know if you want to elongate the story and be like oh she suffered him she made him grovel before she took him back yeah that's sure that's that's you it gives you the reader the liberty to actually like fixing your head to actually feel what fixing what you think is right so like my brain is always just working over time trying to be like ah would she have done this would she have ah i feel like she should have done this but yeah that's me and that's what i think and that's why i like short stories so um looking for the next short story to read i'm going to read the five year plan uh let's see the five year plan okay um hold on give me a minute i need to go to bed soon yes i'm recording at night because it was raining yesterday and i couldn't record i think i should have recorded like someone said like i mean said rather like ambience you know that rain drops but yeah let's go um the five-year plan i never thought the day would come where i would find a man who has me completely and hopelessly in love I'm waiting on that day, guys. <laughs> a man who the simple thought of fills me with so much happiness and leaves me giddy with joy. Remy is that man. He's everything I would not have looked for in a potential date, but yet he is perfectly imperfect for me. My one and only, my true love, Mr. Wright. Tembi, my best friend, has set us had set us up at one of her blind dating parties and had been a total disaster, which is now a fond memory between Remy and I. 
we hadn't teed it off as we should have. Sorry. Um, so I said, we hadn't hit it off as we should have. In fact, we hated each other's guts and had left the party hoping never to encounter each other again. As Asha, you're looking so glamorous this evening. A smile immediately graces my face at the compliment. I look back to see Lara standing in the doorway of my room. She's my flatmate and tends to walk into my room whenever she is born and I'm home. Thanks, love. I'm going out with Remy tonight. It couldn't be more obvious. Try not to have too much fun so you don't get locked up. She is unbelievable. I better have a scandalous face, a scandalous look on my face at her teasing. She laughs as she leaves my room, not waiting for me to reply. My phone starts ringing and I go to unplug it and see is Remy calling. Sweet, I'm outside. I'll be on my way now. I end the call and ensure I have all of my essentials in my handbag. I stop to perform a breathing exercise to calm my nerves. It may not seem like it, but I am extremely nervous. For a week now, Remy has been acting aloof and a bit distant, so it has scared. It has me scared and paranoid that he's done with me. I was even more worried when, out of the blue, he called last night to confirm if I would be available to go on a date tonight at a fine dining restaurant because it was important and we needed to talk. I can't begin to imagine my life without him in it. I don't even remember how life was before him or how I survived that long before we found each other. My goodness, Jesus. I really don't want to find out what will happen to me if he ends what we have. I lock the door of my room and head downstairs to the apartment's parking lot to find Remy resting on the passenger door of his Range Rover. <sniffs> Setting my eyes on him never gets old. My heart starts beating faster, my body heats up, and the butterflies in my stomach wake up. Mm-hmm. Once I get close enough, his hands sneak around my waist and draws me until I'm in his arms with my chest resting on his. He leans down and places a soft kiss on my lips before drawing away to look me in the eye as he says, Dear Lord, you're too beautiful for me. <laughs> Normally, I would have teased him, but right now, I can only read in between the lines because this compliment can be taken either positively or negatively. The only thing I can do now if he breaks things off is to tell him I'm in love with him. We haven't seen each other for five blissful months and Remy has become a permanent structure in my life. Yet, we haven't even attempted to make ourselves exclusive. There is no name brand in our relationship, nothing really keeping us together, and he has been eating at me. Hey, my Jesus gracious. Not to be you, okay? Shall we? It's all I can muster and watch Remy become nervous because he starts laughing self-consciously. And he proceeds to, as he proceeds to heed my question, what is going on? The car ride to the restaurant is agonizing and awkward because of how tense we both are. Once inside, and Remy confirms our reservation, we are taken to our table by a friendly hostess. Hiding behind my menu, I let the happy facade I have on my face crumble. Remy doesn't get nervous. We have never done uncomfortable or extremely awkward. So, have you found anything you like? He asked. I dropped my menu to look at him to find him 
staring at me in a bizarrely weird and scrutinizing way, like he's trying to figure out something. <laughs> no, could you please choose for me with your excellent taste? I do have excellent taste, unlike someone I know. I roll my eyes at him and he smiles back at me, which makes me breathless. This interaction brings an end to the awkwardness and we start bickering and poking fun at each other like we always do. Asha, where do you see yourself in five years? Out of school, finish with my degree, hopefully working. I was too scared to add him into the picture if he wanted out right now. Who asked a question like this? This wasn't an interview for goodness sake. What about you, Remy? A more established and successful businessman. And hopefully married with a kid or a ki- with a kid or kid on the way. This has to be it. The end of our story. He has gone and found someone else. Someone who he wanted to marry. I should have been worried when we hadn't made ourselves exclusive. But yet I followed my heart and look at where it has left me. About to be dubbed for the next best thing. What about us, Asha? Where do you see us in the next five years? Did he have to be so mean about it? There's no way I would tell him the truth. No way I could sit here with him, waiting uncomfortably to let, to drop the less breakup bomb. I don't know, Remy. I can't do this. I drop my pretense, I pick up my purse, and hastily lift the, leave the table to boot it out of the restaurant before I break into tears in front of him. I am looking for someone to duck into and hide as I request a way for a ride to come and get me. But before I can even decide, Remy quickly catches up to me. Asha, what are you doing? What did I do wrong? I'm not going to sit there and wait for you to end what we have. End what we have. What are you all about, you crazy woman? You! You found someone else. Someone you want to marry. Someone that isn't me. He stands there. Shocks that I am so easily onto him, and he lets out a breath of relief before he starts laughing and he shakes his head in amusement to my disbelief. You're right about me finding someone I want to marry. Fine, goodbye, Remy. Shut up and let me finish, he says abruptly, making me look at his face and see he's no longer amused. He has a serious expression, and whatever he's about to say is filled by passion. Ooh, that's some rhymes. It took me a week without holding you to realize this. I don't care if you don't love me yet. I know you will grow too. I love you and I'm skipping the boyfriend and girlfriend part to ask you to marry me. <laughs> eh. My heart somersaults as my mind starts replaying and piecing everything together. Oh my goodness, he asked me to marry him. He's proposing. His odd behavior had been his nervousness about this moment. He wanted us to go from something fleeting to something more permanent. He wants me to have his baby, oh wow. When I stop connecting the doors in my head and look at Remy, he's down on his knees and holding out a small box with a simple diamond ring in it. Will you? I start crying as I answer him. Yes, I love you. I was so scared you had had enough of me. We weren't even exclusive. He gets up and slips the finger onto the ring onto my finger. He takes my face in his hands, in his hands, and wipes my tears away before taking me in his arms and kissing me senseless. Because being engaged is more than just being exclusive, my fiance. 
Hey God, oh. <laughs> how do I find this love? My God, like, my God, where do you find this love? Huh? So, <laughs> I mean, for some people, you'll be like, oh, this is so cliche. Yeah, as cliche as it might be, there's something refreshing about it, and that's the same thing I always say about one of the books I read. Like, I love this. I love the stories. They are just absolutely amazing. I think that with me reading this book, you have been convinced beyond a reasonable doubt. I swear, my nose is twitching. <laughs> you have been convinced without, beyond a reasonable doubt that you should actually get this book. Like, if you haven't already, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing with your life. But yeah, get it. Love is beautiful. Wedding Bloom is available to shop on every, every, I mean, every website. Okay. Um, what else can I say? I love the stories. Like, I loved all of the stories, to be honest. They're beautiful stories. And yes, I will tell you guys, my name is in the acknowledgement part of the book. Look for it, Chiamaka. <laughs> it ain't easy, you know. It ain't easy. But um, basically, I think that this book, or not, I think, I, I know that this book is a very good book. It's a beautiful book. And it's something that everybody should read, actually. Like, it's not easy to publish a book, to be honest. And then... <laughs> have a lot of people actually resonate with that book and enjoy that book it is an achievement of some sort and i think that these authors deserve their accolades so if you haven't already picked up please pick it up like you will enjoy it. the stories they might seem cliche but they are cliche in that refreshing kind of way they are cliche in that you know that this is how it's going to end or this is how it's going to be like yeah they're going to fall in love or yeah he's going to propose to her but you're like, I still want to see it. Like, I still want to read it. I still want to, like, go further and know what it's going on. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, does it make sense? Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? Yeah, it does. But anyways, um, this is me encouraging everyone to pick up Love is Beautiful when it's bloom. When it bloom. It is... It is like this is going to be one of our best books in 2021 and that's like saying a lot like a lot of books i don't think i have favorite books this year i think i just have about three of them i haven't read much but yeah yeah guys um thank you guys so much for listening i hope that you enjoyed what listening to me read two stories it is short story september so yeah, I'm going to look for a collection of stories and read again. So, my next episode, I don't know if I'm going to be reading or recommending a book or review it. But either ways, if I read it, it's going to be a short story. So, be on the lookout for that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe on Google Podcasts. Don't forget to follow the uh, party on... Um, shuck, sorry to follow the party on spotify and i think on apple music is available everywhere apple music 
Spotify, Google Music, Google Podcasts, Overcast. I think Deezer Music. I don't know if that's got a lot there, but yeah. Thank you guys so much. Until my next episode, I remain your girl, Chiawaka, the bookish Igbo girl, and I will see you next time. Dalu.